0: The tip of the tongue, the teeth, the lips. The tip of the tongue, the teeth, the lips. The tip of the tongue, the teeth, the lips. The tip of the tongue, the teeth, the lips. What's going on, everybody? This is episode 11 of Could You Please? Today's Tuesday. And you know what? I just got back from the gym and I'm beat, brother. I'm beat. I'm beaten down hard. And the problem with me is that I'll take extended breaks from the gym. But when I go back, I just act like I never took any time off. Then I'll try to push myself um, probably, you know, harder than I should. And then that leads to me just feeling beat. Just feeling beat. And it didn't help that I had to park in the very back as well. That's the problem, man. Same, Same gym I worked for. You know the problems. I don't have to lay them out. I had to park, like, in the, okay, so there's, like, this huge parking lot. It's, like, a complex mall. And VASA takes up most of it, okay, because they don't cap their memberships. There, I said it, okay? I didn't want to revisit, but there you go. And uh, so I, I, I have to, I go around the parking lot going in and out at, like, every aisle, and I'm just eventually, like, screw this. Screw this, brother. Uzi, stop freaking moving my mic, please. Um, So I go into the back, and finally, like, in the back alley, like, behind the whole complex, guess what? There's some spots back there. So I park down there, and then, you know, you have to walk a bit, you know, walk a lazy man's mile up to the gym. So I get to the gym, get in there, do my thing, and like, oh, man, I gotta walk back! So I go back, and by the time I got back to all of it was loaded up like all of the cars were in the back all of them and the like no one there were people like stacked waiting around for like parking spots it's ridiculous man don't let greed control your company that's just sad that is sad because i just want to get in and get a good pump in my in my pectorals but then i have to you know wait for a machine wait several several you know sometimes people waiting in line for the machine you want and that's just something you have to deal with so i don't now i see the benefit in having my lifetime membership it's definitely a huge perk uh and that's the you know it's just way better okay (laughs) especially now the the direction Voss has gone is just but yeah anyways guys yeah so that that podcast with with big d went real well, and we're gonna do another one Friday and we're we're kind of throwing around ideas and, and brainstorming topics and having submissions um, and responses and questions and all that fun stuff but even past that um, to give you some background, I think I talked about this on a previous episode um, but we we went hiking and um, there was just trash everywhere. Trash, 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 trash. There was trash cans, bruh, and there was some trash right next to the trash cans. Explain it, you, me, that. Now you explain to me why that is the way it is. maid stellar Jesse Ventura. You tell me why that is. I can't, just can't, just can't, man, I'm, I'm pretty sure I was just on, I was just talking about something that was important, but anyways, we're back, we're back in and we're back in and uh, we are going to, oh yeah, the podcast, dumbass me at it again, huh? Good one, Caden, why don't you just cut this thing off and go sit in your room? Well, I'll tell you why. Uh, because I just want to sit here and talk. Because it's good for the soul, baby. It's good for the soul. Anyways, me and Dallas are doing this podcast. We have all these ideas and submissions. So we're going to do that. And then outdoors is just nasty, man. It's just gross. And it really got me thinking. I watched a, a, uh, I watched a few clips online of a few people I look up to. And uh they're not porn stars, just so you know um well, yeah, no for the yeah, no, they're not, but outside's gross, and I've been thinking a lot, meditating a lot and and having conversations with various people, and that led Dallas and I to start a little venture. And I don't mind sharing the idea because if it's adopted by more companies, it will only make... um, If we are put out of business by doing what we're doing and other people mimic what we're doing, I'm fine with that because that will change the way we look at, at contributing back into the environment. Now, the idea is to launch a company, which I won't say the name, that we sell carabiners, right? They're carabiners for climbing, locking steel carabiners. So they'll last forever, right? You treat them right. The aluminum ones chip away, steel ones. If you treat them right, if you clean your rope, they'll last forever. So obviously the margins on, on, a product like that is ridiculously high. And I look at all of these disgusting, huge climbing companies that charge an absorbent amount of money. Um, and, you know, I guess it's not, it's the market, man. People are willing to pay for it, so I understand. But hear, hear me out here. My idea is to sell the same carabiners, same exact ones, locking, branded differently. Whatever, same quality. But the difference is we want to take 50% of all of the profits we make and we want to put that back into the climbing community and the outdoor community. Um, You know, we want to partner with climbing gyms, local foundations, and nonprofits so that we can distribute this money uh, so that we can distribute this money back into the community community. because in the end, the the best place to start this is the climbing community. If there's anyone more passionate, the climbing and hiking community are the most passionate about outdoors, um, especially the trash problem. So the idea is to open that market, start in that in that kind of niche market, sell these uh, sell these carabiners. And another cool thing is that the margins are are relatively good enough that it. Our manufacturer in China smelts these anyways, right? They make them. So there's no reason that we can't have a turn-in program where we take them all back, smelt them down to get discount on our next stock. And uh, we're, we're working with a few distributors in China, a few manufacturers in China right now. Um, but really, we just have to meet some certifications and we're good to go. And again, if there's any climbing uh, climbing companies out there that, that want to also contribute 50% of their profits into uh, outdoor preservation and cleaning up the shit that's lying everywhere, be my guest. Put us out of business. We're not in it for the money, right? We're not in it for the money because I'll tell you what, 50% goes back into the community. The other 50% goes right back into the business. Okay, it's a for-profit, I won't lie. It's a for-profit a little bit. But that's only so we can grow and so we can extend our reach and so we can put our hands, uh, you know, n- nowhere inappropriate. But we can have a little bit of reach into different demographics and, and different, uh, different fields, right? So as a company grows you have access to more resources. And gaining those resources is... A, a resources is a much more wealth-based than money is. I'll just say that. But we're going to do this thing, um, kind of brainstorming logos or something. And in the end, that's not really going to matter. The name is not going to matter. The message matters. And if we can get this message out there to climbers who are... Paying the same price anyways, but guess what? 50% gets put back into Utah's economy, especially. Um, or back into the Utah uh, preservation of outdoors. Like, come on, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. So I'm super excited. I, I can't wait to learn more about the, the climbing business, the climbing community, because uh, in the end, I'm really just still feel like an outsider that that has his foot in the door, right? I go to the climbing gym from time to time. Um, I, I relatively know what I'm doing. But I have no real experience outdoor climbing. Um, and I have no true experience of being immersed in that culture. So luckily Dallas is part of that culture and I've, I've kind of uh, got to watch and absorb a lot of information over time. And now I think is, is the right time to, to get into this business to make a statement that profits can be redistributed into different things to make a more prosperous uh, community. And that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. So we'll start climbing community. Maybe we'll do some hiking gear, um, but we're really just, I'm, I'm so ready to just ramp this thing up, but we do have to, oh God, we do have to take it slow. So we're going to start just in carabiners and we'll see where it goes. We will see where it goes. Um, and a big part big part of this business is is keeping employees to a minimum to do what we do we don't really need a lot of employees and that takes up a lot of resources that can be put back into the company see I'm thinking too far ahead my man I'm thinking too far ahead we're selling I'm talking to a dude in China right now okay we'll leave it at that <laughs> Oh, but how are you doggies that's the real question how are you doggies you always come back I beat you up a little bit. You always come back. So I'm happy for that. I'm really happy for that. In fact, I'm so happy about that, that we had to switch over podcasting services, which everyone knows because the site went down and went back up. And, uh, you know, everyone was talking about it. Everybody. Tom Cruise sent me a text and it was just off the wall, man. Wow. God. Oh my goodness. Anyways, guys. Oh, here comes Uzi. Scared him a little bit. I need to uh I've I've written down a schedule for this podcast. And sadly it, it got procrastinated to the later day. Which is okay because that means I gotta go do more things experience more things so I could talk about it on the podcast and one of the things I did today after work is I went and shielded the coffee shop and sat outside that's one of my favorite things to do is at sunrise and at sunset at sunset coffee shop doesn't matter sunrise sunset sunset coffee shop I'll go in there and I'll get an iced americano in the morning it's four shots in the afternoon it's two because need to wind down because if I don't wind down I don't sleep and then feel like shit tomorrow. Um, so I get a two-shotter, and I just go sit out on the balcony and stare at the mountains. And today it was a little bit like my headphones are broken, my Powerbeats 3s, because Uzi chewed them up, didn't you, bud? Yeah. So they, like, short out all the time. It's no fun, so I just took them off. So I'm sitting at the coffee shop, sipping my Americano, And I'm just listening to these conversations around me, man. Grown-ass men talking about the Kardashians. I kid you not, dude. Grown-ass men talking about the Kardashians. Which, if that's what they're into, that's what they're into. But I just look from afar, and I look at our culture and the potential that all these people have if they just look up from their phones for a second. Just for a second, man more than a second put it away in a drawer right and really start to question what you think and find out get deep go deep because in the end uh, like what 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 you think matters matters to you okay and that's going to lead to a more prosperous life Okay. How can you expect to take care of other people without taking care of yourself first? Okay. The more you put into yourself and the more you start to think for yourself, the more resources you'll have available to make other people's lives better. And that's what it's about. That's what it's about, guys. And uh, sometimes that gets clouded. Sometimes that does get clouded. With money. Oh, I hate money. I hate money very much. But I love money very much, too. In the end, it's, it's... You can get caught up in a lot of things. I'll say this. You can get caught up in a lot of things, all right? Always remind yourself what you're after and why you're after it. And as long as you stay true to that, you'll always stay on the right path. And surround yourself with people that keep you on that path. Because sometimes, I'll tell you what, me personally, like sometimes I'll eat good for like two days, and then I'll eat a big pizza, and then I'll feel garbage. And then I'll feel bad. And then I won't want to do something. But the point is, get yourself surrounded with friends that will push you to do that. Okay? Um, yeah. Still no beer. Um, actually, that's a lie. I did have one. So, this total month, I've gone from... And to be honest, the 30-day sober thing... I knew I was going to fail. I knew I was going to fail. Right? And that's okay. Because even though I knew I was going to fail, as long as I tried my absolute hardest, it would be better than what I was doing before. So let me give you an example. I would buy like a 12-pack burr. And that lasts three days. So I have like four every day after I get home, which is, I think, I think that's like alcoholism. I think so. But it's like half strength in Utah. So not really. It's not really alcoholism. I'm just enjoying a beverage. I love the taste of beer, right? Like soda. I don't drink soda anymore. Um, but I love the taste of beer. So I would drink four, um, Yeah, I would go through, like, two 12-packs a week, which, you know, you may be more than that or less than that. I don't really care. I'm just talking about mine. Me. It's about me. So, I'd I'd have 24 a week. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, and it's probably more than that too. So we're probably talking over 100 beers a month. And now that I'm doing the math, that disgusts me. That's gross to me. So this month, I've had one glass of wine, uh, one mixed drink, and one beer. And it's halfway through the month. So I've cut down from... At this point about mm, i would have had dude i don't like doing this math i would have had like 40 beers by now that's just that's yeah so i've cut down a lot and you know what i feel better i feel more alert i just feel more attentive It, it, it was a good move it was a good move and even though i failed it was way way better than where i was and that goes with anything right you're trying to quit smoking which that one's tough start with let's get through 2 hours right i made it let's get through okay i made it i made it 2 hours let's go for 6 hours set little goals for yourself 6 hours right because if you say and and it's a, i guess it's a little bit different for everybody um but with something like smoking, if you say just cold turkey, done. Some people can do that, and that's awesome. But for me, with that in particular, I I would tell myself, okay, two hours. Actually, it was never two hours. I would say like mm, every four hours. So start every f- four hours, didn't have one, awesome. Let's go eight hours, a full shift, awesome. Didn't have one. Okay, now let's do 24 hours. Let's see if we can do this. Okay. And then you just build it a little bit more. Three days. A week. Two weeks. A month. Three months. Six months. A year. Before you know it, you start establishing this habit of climbing the ladder. And every time you put a foot on a new step, it's exciting. You're still going up right even though you slightly move your leg and just put your foot on a different piece of wood you're going up and you do that long enough you're at a new reality so that goes with smoking that goes with let's say you know think of anything you want to do anything at all the thing that they told you you couldn't do the thing people discouraged you from doing or or talked you out of doing because it's too far fetched or Like, you don't know anybody. You have to know somebody to be able to be somebody. All of this rhetoric that really losers ping pong off of each other. And if you're in that environment, you are that environment. So really, it's up to you to decide. Think really hard about something you want to do. You know, recreationally, maybe you want to get better at a hobby, maybe you want to get better at a sport. Um, really, just have a vision, focus, and put the blinders on. Take constructive criticism, but don't take don't take negative feedback. Just let that hit you. Let that fuel you. Um, there's no real because i you know for the longest time i got it backwards i was like i want to fit in with all these people i never fit in in like elementary school i was the i was a shirt tucker i was a shirt tucker man and uh (laughs) and then i i started asking my classmates i'm like how do i be cool like untuck your shirt dude i was like okay and that's how i learned man i just gotta ask right i gotta ask or i gotta be told like a kind of like a computer I guess you gotta program me a little bit because I'm stupid till you program me a little bit and for me, who programs me is what I'm most aware of because I'm very very uh malleable in a sense too if somebody if I start hanging out with four people that do math, guarantee you gonna probably happen. So I don't hang out with those people. You see what I'm getting at? I I have a very, very close circle of tight knit friends that have my back no matter what and I have their back no matter what. And that is what matters. Okay? That is what matters. I hear the birds outside now. It's springtime. It's amazing. It rained today. Perfect weather. It's like f- 50s. And it's just glorious. Glorious. It's glorious. Starting to ramp up uh, like guests and like really getting artwork done and oh, it just it's so exciting keeping you know doing these episodes for whatever reason I don't even know why what inspired me to to start this I had to go back and like listen to my first podcast because now I'm just in it now I have to keep going whatever spews out of my uh meaty lips you know it's out there forever so hello hello future me from the I'm from the past You won't believe that this is what you're doing on the podcast right now. You can't even believe it. You think, look at this dumbass. Look how dumb I was. Look how stupid. But you know what, future me? Let me tell you something right now. I'm trying, and uh, I'm building. I'm I'm building a big old tower of success. And once I get there, I'm going to come slap you in the face. And that's where a future me would slap myself in the face for fun. And I'll film it. I'll listen to this clip on the podcast. And uh, I'll have to slap myself in the face whenever whenever I hear that. It could be next episode. Hell, I said future me. It could be right now. <sighs> I'm just pooped, man. The gym really took it on of me. Burned all my energy, and it doesn't help that when I do these workouts, I usually eat right after. Didn't eat a thing today. Didn't eat any. Actually, no. I had some McChicken's at lunchtime, but other than that, it was an Americano in the morning, two McChicken's, and Mc. Arama, oh my goodness, am I having a stroke? An Americano at nighttime. <laughs> in America oh man and uh, I did, yeah I just feel tired I probably should go eat something after this eat something, watch a movie be irresponsible uh, because I should be going to bed at 8 8, uh, uh, yeah, 8 p.m and that's 10 minutes ago Uzi come on, come up here I'll let you up. Don't be a dick. Come on. Dude, you're such a dick. Come on. Jump up. Good boy. Oh, anyways. good boy. Good boy. It's just nothing but hazen in this house. I love him so much. Even though, even though he's a little meat bag, he's all right by me. Oh, but, um, anyways, guys, we're doing this, we're doing this, uh, this stellar business. We're doing cheap shot discussions with Caden T and Dallas W. We're doing, could you please obviously we're doing, could you please podcast episode number 11 right now? I'm doing it. And now I just want to like continue the momentum. And for whatever reason, before that scared me, like I wasn't necessarily afraid of failure. I was more afraid of success because I knew with success, I would have to do shit all the time. I would have to do things all the time. But now that I realize I can do the things that I want and just reach out and put my hand in whatever I want and learn just a little bit about it, like that's what I'm all about, man. I'm going to die doing that. If I can die just starting at a baseline from something and learning enough that i'm satisfied and i'm, I'm content with it like look if i go into boxing i'm, I'm i don't think i'm going to be a professional boxer i don't think i'm going to be a competitive boxer but that's a skill that is interesting to me it's a hell of a cardio workout and you're just you're just so in the moment man and whatever that progresses to and, and whatever it leads to later. Look, when I went into the, the gym the first time, I had a vision of where I wanted to be. Um, but I knew it wasn't going to be overnight. I knew it wasn't going to be overnight. And I didn't ever expect to... When I first started, I never expected to be a professional or try to compete or any of that stuff it wasn't until i progressed like three years three four years where i was like if i was still on the juice i could seriously still get up there and it, it, it was a—I uh, i never considered that at the beginning so you should never look at something at the beginning and think it's overwhelming take it one step at a time i started one podcast wait i started going to the gym right started going to the gym, and I got that to be consistent to some degree. Uh, then I started introducing other little things that I could be consistent with. This podcast, okay? There's an episode every week since its, since it's inception. And I'm going to have to probably record. Uh, I'd probably like to have 10 on reserve just in case so that we can schedule them. We can uh, just in case. Because I want to make sure this is consistent. And I do feel like I have a bearing on this where I can do a second podcast because it's the same set. We just kind of come sit here and talk. Um, and I just put it on a different, a different uh, account. So it's, it's pretty easy for me. Um, and it's more reach. It's a different demographic. It's different topics. And it's bouncing off uh, a good friend of mine. And we have good discussions. And... We expand our knowledge by bouncing ideas and experience off each other. So it's awesome. Uh, And then this business as well, just starting to look into getting a foothold and in the talks with certain people, and we'll see where that goes. But the main thing I'm trying to focus on right now is I also work a full-time job. I work a -a 40-hour-a-week job, and I don't want to. I'm so happy that I am employed and I will do everything that I agreed to do, but I don't want to do it the rest of my life and no one should want to do it the rest of their life. Work 40 hours a week for somebody else. And some people may find balance in that. Some people may like that. And some people might, you know, are able to separate the work and and the life. I'm unable to do that. Okay. So my big plan, is working 40 hours a week starting a side gig which you know i put in 20 hours a week across all my ventures in hopes that that 20 hours a week that i do in my private life will translate into 40 60 80 hours of of work a week because i love doing it and you can then assess that 40 hours of time uh, spent somewhere else. Now you should always cherish where you're where you're at. Right? No matter the money, there's always something to learn. And that's the biggest takeaway for me. That's what keeps me hanging in there is because as long as I work for somebody else I can learn something to put towards my own personal ventures. Always have a student's mind. That's part of the reason I hated college. It taught me to hate to learn. I hate I, I I can't get drilled with info and then expect like when I get out of school to still be interested in learning new things. Right. What do I do in my personal time? I actually read studies and stuff. Nerd. Okay. Nerd. You have another story for us. Um, but the point is always look for ways to improve and, uh, keep yourself productive Keep yourself doing things, you know, and ask yourself, what would the what would a successful person be doing? Where would they be sp- spending their time? Where would where would where would a happy person? Okay, if you can define that for your own, in in your own personal perspective, you can define what happiness is, and it can be an array of things. Like happiness is perspective. You could find happiness in so many things. Um but if you can define that for yourself because there's no set definition for yourself, you can then set steps to get there. It's really that easy. It's defining it and taking action. And procrastination and laziness and being scared is all part of it. But really another thing is learn to love being scared. Learn to freaking love it, man. Uh one of the big things like with weed for me when I first started. Like, I got so paranoid one time. Like, so paranoid. Like, oh my goodness, I can't believe this is happening right now. I can't believe this is happening. Um, And now I learned to love that. <laughs> being in that deep state of mind and being, being able to reason with yourself and being able to make sense of these thoughts. You spend your, you know... If you spend your whole life in a pit, working your way up, you can't go any farther down, right? You may have setbacks, but I don't even know where I was going with that. Just work towards the things you want. The farthest you can fall is to the ground. You pick yourself back up, you start over. That's, and fail, fail, fail. Learn to love failing. Like, go into it and want to fail. Because the more that you do that, the more you learn. And you stay humble. If you never fail, you never stay humble. Anyways, I don't know why I got on that philosophical bullshit. Let's talk about something fun like bananas or squirt guns. Oh, oozy. Um, but I think I want to move up closer to Cottonwood Heights. I haven't really decided if I want to stay in Utah long term yet. It's kinda still up in the air. Um once I get enough things going and I have the freedom to move where I want to. Oh, I really, really like Boulder, Colorado. I really like Boulder. Um I haven't mess with the East Coast, the of the U.S. East side at all. I've been to every Western state, except California. And there's something about the people of Boulder, and the atmosphere of Boulder. And it's not that weed's legal there; weed's legal in Utah now, pretty much. It's, it's a completely different experience. Completely different. So. That's one of the main locations I'm looking at, but at the same time, seeing these mountains every day, being near the mountains is incredible. And I know there's the Colorado mountains as well, but like when there's the, when the snow is on the, the Rockies or the Wasat, whatever it is, it's incredible. Like driving down two fifteen eastbound is incredible and you know some people just live in the dirt which is what i lived in i lived on a flat plain like a prairie just flat dirt sagebrush so the mountains to me are like insane but at the same time i get it if you're like born here you see them every day makes sense Oh no. Now my mom and my grandma are having a comment conversation on my Facebook feed. Great, Ma. Now I'm going to have to go delete you and unfriend you again. Just kidding. I love you, Mom. You, you can talk about whatever you want. Talk about whatever. I'm talking about you. So go for it. But yeah, guys, it's going to be a good week. Um,. We got the the carabiner stuff tomorrow, and then we're going to film on on Friday for the new pod, for the new potty pod. And I'm going to uh, just keep pumping them out. But Anyways, I need to talk about something else now because this is getting bullshit, dude. You're getting BS. This is what happens when you get out of the routine, man. This is what happens. Oh, so let's talk about Google for a second, huh? Everyone seems to think I'm crazy about this. Everyone's like, like I'm super convinced that this artificial intelligence that we're building, and I understand it. I understand what it is. I may not understand uh, how it does what it does, but I understand what it is and where it's going. And to see Google's deep mind... Um, so alphabet is the company that owns google for those who who do not know and google collects information from the public right map information think about a brain okay you have like a brain it's neurons firing and receiving information right now i want you to imagine the entire globe of people that have a device in their hands that is connected to google okay their machine learning motto and what they have able, what they have been able to do, is collect all this information and create an artificial intelligence system uh, through all of Google's services. So, for example, if you go into Google Photos and you look through your photos and you type in, um, I don't know, let's like say you type in igloo right maybe I stayed in an igloo because it was a good rate or something and I type in igloo and it pops up with all the pictures of igloos or building or car cactus and it's not because I programmed it in there to know what that is it's their artificial intelligence they're able to use on a pixel basis right do you really believe that when you go onto a website and you type in a password and you have to prove you're not a robot, you think you're really proving you're not a robot. No, you're programming the robot. You're programming the robot to know what that is. And that's how Google photos is. So, um, incredibly, incredibly accurate in what you type in. So that artificial intelligence exists and it's owned by alphabet. Alphabet also owns several other AI companies, all AI based companies, Um, Capital G, which is a investment firm, real estate. Uh, They have Waymo, which is a self-driving car, artificial intelligence. So essentially, they have like eight or nine companies, I think seven, eight companies, and they all are creating AI systems that are very niche to that market. So like healthcare is another one of theirs. And then DeepMind. mind. Now, DeepMind mind is interesting to me because DeepMind mind is able to make neurological connections by itself by just feeding input, right? So open AI was the first AI that they could really just feed information, right? I could feed thousands of hours of video game time, And the AI learns how to master it. It learns how to exploit anything that it can. So artificial intelligence and gaming has progressed to the point where it can beat the top players in the world. Okay. Now it's being applied to business in real time. Now it's being applied to healthcare. Now it's being applied to the driving industry. Things are going to get insane. But people seem to think I'm crazy over it. People seem to think that I have no clue what I'm talking about. It's like, oh, Siri can't even order me a pizza. That's not what I mean. Right? Consumer AI versus the AI that they have and are actively building is mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling. AI is able to create pictures. It's able to create art. Okay. And all of these AI systems that we're creating on Google's platform, because remember, uh, Google Assistant, you can, it's open source. like people can program AIs, separate AIs under that. And Deepmind has the ability to take all of this information that all of the other companies of Alphabet have gathered. And create neurological connections. And their idea is to make the first uh, AGI, Artificial General Intelligence, a, super com- a superhuman computer or uh, knowledge source collected by all of the AI that we've gathered over the years. And just like a brain, all of us humans combined, our perspective is feeded, fed into the system. So this system then becomes you and me and everyone you've ever met it knows all their perspective how they think how they respond right contextual conversation through messages and you may think caden you're a conspiracy nut this is what i'm saying man i'm just saying what's happening now i'm not talking about anything in the future yet like orwellian I'm talking about what they're doing right now and what they're saying they're doing right now and that they want to achieve this artificial general intelligence and when that does happen and it's going to happen mark my words today is April 16th 2019 and I'm predicting that AI is going to destroy us it's going to put us it's going to set us back it's going to displace us and I don't want to be the negative Nancy I want to have silly goose time but the problem is robots are getting too good. Robots are getting too good. And they say that they're going to, oh, well, we'll pay we'll, basic income or whatever. Like, why would you keep something around that's not useful anymore? And I'm looking at it from that perspective. And it scares me that these people uh, are just so focused on accelerating this. It all ties in, artificial intelligence ties into 5G significantly. And the reason that, that artificial intelligence can exist is because of 5G and the Internet of Everything. Now, for those of you who don't know what the Internet of Everything is, that is something that they've been marketing and pushing for years. It is the idea that everything should be connected to the Internet. And 5G enables that. 5G, unlike 4G, are a bunch of, like, little micro-towers. They're micro-antennas all over the place, on stop signs, on top of buildings, uh, on street corners, you name it. They're going to be everywhere. And these are short-range, but very, very powerful waves. Now, when... When it receives the data instead of it communicating like through satellite or, or whatever uh, through towers themselves, I guess it uses the infrastructure of fiber. So it's able to take it, send it through fiber and then shoot it out of a different antenna. And that basically makes it so that there's no dead zones, right? And data is free flowing and bandwidth is no longer an issue. So when bandwidth is no longer an issue, which is the amount of internet that can be used at once, essentially the amount of traffic, then everything can be connected. And I've heard Samsung's vision of this, where it's like, we want your fridge and your coffee maker and your oven and all of this stuff, your car, all of it should be connected to this grid. Even your, even, even your power. They have the smart uh, smart meters now, right? You have smart lights in your house that have Wi-Fi and Bluetooth chips, and Bluetooth uh, is a form of Wi-Fi as well. We're on the grid, and we're pushing farther and farther onto this grid, and by 2030, it's going to be mainstream, I guarantee it, you watch. You think I'm crazy, you watch. That will be enticed to put a chip into us. To interface with the internet of everything. And at that point, you know, that scares me, man. Mostly because the loss in humanities. There's so many good things about being human. And everyone just wants to be a part of a life that doesn't exist. So... Some people look forward to never leaving their house. I don't. I don't look forward to that at all. And it scares me. It does scare me a little bit. Artificial intelligence, F off, dude. I really don't mind, uh, you know, writing something down for myself from time to time. I don't really mind uh, making an appointment in my head and not having to write it down in a calendar on my phone. All of the time. Do I still do these things? Of course. Of course. But I'm conscious of doing it now. And I've taken steps to. Just like I talked about before. Small steps to work it out of my life. So that I can experience more in my real life. And that's what I want people to take away. Look around you. Like everyone's looking down on their phone. Everybody. Okay. And there's. Perks to that. There's definitely perks to that. Um, From a business standpoint, but from a humanity standpoint, it's just ruining us, man. So let me tell you this. If you make a decision to, like, use your phone less or, like, just be more present, you'll be shocked. And you don't, like, participate in it, right? You don't participate in, like, the social media as much. I do, like, marketing and stuff for the podcast and, uh, but I'm not like super serious like I used to be like on Instagram and everything. It's just not, it's not real, man. And it doesn't bring happiness at all. Um. So, yeah, don't get trapped in that. Find what makes you happy and work towards that. And if what makes you happy, let me tell you, let me tell you something right now. Can I tell you something right now? Oh, actually. Uzi, get out. Ow! My boss. Um. Oh, God. Maybe I can't tell you something right now. Oh, yes, I can. Um. Yeah. So, what I was going to say was. Um you should always work towards something that makes you happy. And if that makes the people around you not happy, then you need to find new people to be around. And that's with everything in life, dude. That's with everything in life. And that's just um just something you have to be aware of. It's just something you have to be aware of. So anyways, I'm thinking about where I want to eat now. Oh oh, oh, oh! I kind of want to go to Chipotle and get a quesarito. And I know, I know they have a uh, like they had that that uh, Salmonella scare or whatever. But look, let me. If I was the same person that made the mistakes that I made in the past, dude, oh, that sucks so much. Luckily, I've been able to learn from my mistakes, and I'm so much stronger and better for them. Uh, and now. Like, I trust Chipotle. Like, I've been there several times. I didn't actually even start going there until after the whole thing. So, they good by me. They good by me. And who knows? Maybe it's a political thing. You never know. You never know. Oh, maybe I'll go over to... uh, I love Wendy so much. Can I just say that? Their chicken nuggets are incredible i'll put those nuggets in my mouth all day i will i order like a 20 piece no problems. i think I ordered a 40 piece one time from Burger King like a dip um but yeah wendy's is amazing mcDonald's uh, yeah you have to be in the right mood you know like their chicken nuggets are good but they have like this like bitter like bite to them at the end it's weird i don't know But I like the McBitchin at McDonald's, which for those of you who don't know, you get a McDouble. I take off the mustard because fuck that shit. Um, And I take off the pickles and I throw them away. Or sometimes I'll eat a few, but I just throw them away. They do nothing for me. Okay. I guess I could order without pickles, but that's something else I have to say. And and I just say uh, McDouble, no mustard, and then a McChicken. And what you do with the McChicken is you... uh, you take the meat patty of the McChicken out and you put it in between the meat patties of the McDouble. So you have bun, burger, chicken, burger, bun. And then what you do is you take the pickles and you put them on the bun of the uh, of the McChicken and you throw it away. Because you don't need those carbs anyways. And maybe that's wasting food and maybe that's insensitive. But you know what? I paid for it. I paid for it. So, what you say to that. Um, but that's the that's the McBitchin. And there's a, you know, as I get more adventurous, there's a new one called the McGangbang. I don't think it's really new, but it's new to me. And we'll explore what that is later. I think that's just more carbs, really. Uh, which, you know, right now wouldn't be a bad thing. I'm just dead. And I think that I'm still gonna go to the gym tomorrow morning because I'm stupidly crazy like that. It's Wednesday and I ma- I put it on my calendar that workouts are Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I had to make up for yesterday, making up the podcast day and it's kind of a day behind. I had to do laundry and blah blah blah. Um, but I gotta get back on track. gotta get it back on track, gotta get established and I feel like it's becoming habit. And that's what makes me happy about it. That's what makes me happy about it. But yeah, we're building up the set. I'm building up the set. I'm gonna get another, got another director's chair, and third and fourth microphones, uh, a, an actual coffee table, and we're gonna have discussions with like multiple people. I'm actually getting uh, Dallas's brother, who's an active active duty E7 in the Navy. He's a corpsman. He's gonna be in the podcast. Uh, I think the beginning of May. So that'll be good. That'll be a good one. Um, And then I have a few other guests in mind. And then I'm actually going to start reaching out to more predominant guests. And we're going to actually get some real guests. Because we're getting to the point where I had to switch over the podcasting sites. Because the traffic was getting higher. And I had to upload more and I didn't want to pay more. So we switched over to an all new site all new hosting service that allows me to upload as much as I want uh, for about the same price as the other one, which is fine. You know, it's, it's when you get into the paying 120 a month for a podcast at the beginning, you know what I mean? It just doesn't make sense. It's just kind of a, it's, it's, it's a waste. Uh, all of them are able to interface with iTunes. So boom shakalaka and Spotify and Google and all of them, all the podcasts, things, apps. So we switched over. Uh, it gives me more overview on the stats, the listening time, how how much people are uh, like spend minute wise per listening session, and what I'm, what I'm finding is we're hitting about. So I think we've hit about 200 hours of listening time total. Um, now, does that mean like? At face value, a lot of people will say, well, that probably means 200 people watch it. Big deal. You have like 11 episodes, whatever. But that's actually not the case. What we found is it's an attrition. So people listen to podcasts usually 10 to 15 minutes at a time. So they'll throw on 10 minutes, get to where they're going, turn it off. That accumulates over time. And we find that it takes somebody about a week, week and a half to finish an episode. Uh, some people listen to it all at once, um, but most people listen to it in bursts. And that's why we see over time, it starts small, gradually getting bigger, and then it's just kind of going up. Uh, so the attrition is good. The growth is good. We move to a new site, and I'm just excited to keep doing it, man. I'm really excited to keep doing this. We're building the set, getting some artwork done. I'm having Dallas paint me. I'm paying Dallas to paint me this amazing portrait of the artwork right which has his own twist on it uh which is dallas underscore weaver underscore Bazaar on instagram he has like this drip effect where he'll let the black ink just go wherever he he won't like stop it from dripping down and the end product looks like really good paintings and then it has like this this kind of trickle-down ink that just makes it feel organic and just fresh and I think it's awesome I really do think it's awesome so I'm having him paint the logo with Uzi and the P and the ball that you're, that's on your screen now I'm gonna have him paint that and it's gonna go right up behind me I want to actually dedicate a room to the podcast and like I said chairs a table four mics and have some serious conversations and more so the four mics uh, i have two now and a lot of the time it's just me talking away Uh, but i do want to transition it from just being me to more guest based and again that's a small step thing that i'm doing i'm starting all by myself because at at the beginning it was an excuse was like, okay, I'm not going to do the podcast yes, yet because I don't have any guests. Who needs a guest, bro? Most of the time they're asleep anyways. Just kidding. None of my guests have been asleep. They've all been awesome. Um, but I decided that was an excuse and that I was going to do the podcast by myself. And eventually I started finding some guests, started getting some interest. And now I can start transitioning from being solo to having guests. And it's not hard for me to find one person a week in my life to be on the podcast. Uh, I mean, in a year, if I had a guest every episode for a year, I only need to find 52 people. 52? Like, come on, bruh. Come on, bruh. So we'll start scheduling people, and we'll actually start having a structured, uh, a structured thing around this uh, around this venture. And I'm so excited to just keep pushing forward. And uh yeah, and I could really I can't do it without you guys. Like you guys listen to me. You listen to me flap my lips, you listen to my dog jiggle his chains, um you listen to me uh rant and say all these you know, obnoxious things. Uh but in the end Oh, I know why I started a podcast, duh. See, just had to remind myself it's because When I first started, I think in episode one, you can go back and listen. I don't care if people listen or not. I'm so grateful that people do. But in the end, it's something that I can look back on. It's something I can show my kids, grandkids, whatever. And it can be a part of what I contributed. uh, As like a journal. And I've started doing like written journals as well. And kind of toyed around with that. But, um... This is an easy way for me to throw my thoughts out there, for me to be transparent. You want to know who I am? Watch my podcast. You know who I am now, right? I try to be transparent. I'll answer anything on mic. Uh, so yeah, I will answer anything. Transparency is key here. Transparency is key. Now, am I going to disclose everything? Like, am I going to tell you up front? I mean, I'm pretty comfortable talking about quite a lot of stuff, but no. If asked, though, I will say, I will tell you. Uh, Anyways, guys, I hope you guys have a fantastic week. I hope you kill it. I hope you go Wednesday, Thursday, Friday with a high knee to the face into Saturday. And then you can relax Saturday or, or. You could make Saturday about you and focus on what you want and put some hours into that because that'll grow. I'm telling you right now, it'll grow. I love you guys. Stay fresh, doggies. I'm out.